Coming up in about 15 minutes, maybe a look at some Stanley Cup futures, Coco. Mm. Definitely. Well, I know on Monday, we, me and you will be doing a deep dive into futures post-deadline. Most definitely. And it's very possible that something happens today that could change the course of the rest, not only of the regular season, but of the Stanley Cup playoffs as well. A man who knows that very well is our next guest, former captain of the New Jersey Devils and MSG Devils analyst Bryce Salvador on the program. Good morning, Bryce. Well, good morning, guys. Thanks for having me. It is our pleasure, man. Do you think we should be putting some money on the New Jersey Devils to win the Stanley Cup in lieu of the acquisition of Timo Meyer? Well, I think you missed the boat on that. I think we all should put money down <laughs> at the beginning of the season. Yeah, no right. kidding. Three games in. Yeah. And uh, the Devils fans were chanting, fire Lindy Ruff. So no I think kidding. that would have been the time to go all in, guys. <laughs> oh, well. well. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? So tell us uh, your thoughts on the Devils. Um, obviously making a big move on Timo Meyer. They are already a great team. Uh, where does this move the needle uh, for their chances? Well, I think what the move does is really shows, at least the Devils fan base, that the whole process, this rebuild process, has been expedited. And General Manager Tom Fitzgerald rewarded the team for just the way the season has gone. And, um, and and so I think what we're seeing now is this next step, this next phase and this young core saying, hey, we're understanding how to win. We're understanding through this season how to protect leads and come back. They have 21 comeback wins, the most National Hockey League. And so they're ready for this next step. And having the ability to bring in a Timo Meyer shows that the ownership also being from, from the devil's ownership saying, Hey, like we're getting closer. And, and this isn't a, you know, a flashy type of move where it's a, where it's a rental. I know the ownership and Tom Fitzgerald, they want this to be a long-term piece that being Timo Meyer. And so whether they go deep this year or maybe it's next year, but you can see that this is a team that's up and coming. They're exciting and they're young guys. Bryce, I don't think anyone's surprised to see what the Rangers have done, bringing in Kane and Tarasenko, of course, the Devils bringing in Timo Meyer, but the Carolina Hurricanes, they did trade for Jesse Puliarvi, but and I guess Shane Goss is bare as well, but I don't think the impact acquisition that a lot of people were expecting from Carolina has occurred or may occur. Does that surprise you, considering how good they've been all year? Well... Yes and no, but they're kind of a cagey team when it comes to making those type of moves. They don't like to just make big, splashy moves. And um, and I think they're just very confident with their group. Now, you know, when you're inside that locker room and you don't see a big, splashy move, it could be maybe a little bit... Uh, a little bit of a downer. So I think when you look at the Metro and just how it's become a nuclear arms race this year, it could be a situation where the guys inside that locker room, uh, you know, might be a little bit hey, scratching their heads saying, Hey, like well, we didn't do anything here. Not, not to take anything away from Puyarvi and Gossesphere, but uh, just when you look at the Rangers, like you talked about what they did and then the Islanders, you know, to, you know, classic Lou to start everything off by bringing in bull, Horvat, um, and then you just look at even what the Devils did. Uh, it's it's one of those situations where I should be if I was a player inside that locker room, I might be a little bit uh, you know a bit upset that nothing was done at a large scale like the other teams have done. Bryce, you are a leader. You're a captain of the New Jersey Devils for a time, and I'm sure you played a significant leadership role in many of the teams you played on. 
How difficult is a day like today for someone in a leader position, leadership position, considering the uncertainty and the strong potential that a lot of guys are moved out, especially on some of the bottom dwellers, and even on the better teams, you could definitely see players moved in and out. The stresses of, of today, just take us behind the scenes, what it's like in the room. Well, it's never a fun day, that's for sure. You're going to you know, potentially lose a, a friend. Um, I was traded once uh, from St. Louis to New Jersey, and so I definitely know how that... Was that the Cam Jansen trade? Yes, it was. Oh, <laughs> straight up? Straight up. Salvador for Jansen? Wow, two of our favorites. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we joke about that all the time, uh, Jaddy and myself. And uh, so it's, uh, you know, for myself, I was... You know, I knew I was going to be moved. I was unrestricted free agent. So for me, when you're in that situation, it's a completely different mindset. You you know you're probably going out the door. And everybody on the team understands that as well. But when you're in a situation, we'll say like the Devils, where they're adding pieces, everybody's young, you and it's maybe your first time. And, and for a lot of the, the kids inside that locker room, it's their first time going through something where, wow, there's some major pieces coming in and potentially going out. Um, so it can be stressful. Uh, and and it's just not a fun time from, from that perspective. But it's the nature of the of the business here, guys. And we all know that as I see you guys, it's a fun day from the uh, from the media standpoint, <laughs> just understanding what's happening and seeing all the moving pieces. And it's been exciting, this trade deadline. Just, it's been unreal. You know, think, it's been unreal. It's 36, 37 different movements already. And it's been crazy and it's been fun. And, and I just really like, how just from a, now that I'm in the analyst perspective, just how fun the Metro division is going to be and, and the Eastern conference, nobody's going to be happy that, you know, the Atlantic division, you're going to have one of the, you know, whether it be Tampa, Toronto, or God for sake, Boston, maybe not, you know, getting to the third round, like just some of these teams, the powerhouses of, of the matchups, the way that the standings are, are shaken out here, you're going to have some real good teams not advancing on here. Yeah, hey, that's the parody that hockey has asked for, right? I mean, with all these great teams and all these great players. Um, you talked about uh, you know the, the, the day as a player and as a leader, but um, we are on trade deadline day. Do you expect there to be much action around the league and even uh, you know more in particular with the New Jersey Devils? Do you expect them to make another move? Well, Tom Fitzgerald is definitely, you know, he's he's taking phone calls, he's talking, he's been very strategic in looking for pieces that are not rentals, that can be somebody that could be part of this core group, you know, for the next four or five years now. Having said that, you could always find, I think a lot of teams looking for those depth pieces, those intangible guys that you might be able to put in that can play in your... Uh, your bottom six, but then if you need them, maybe they can give you some impactful minutes in the in the second line, first line. If there's some injuries, uh, the Devils, you know, they they also acquire Scott Harrington, but we know that he was uh, picked up uh, on waivers uh, from Anaheim, so they lost a potential depth defenseman there. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if if it's, you know looks at adding a, a couple, you know, maybe one or two depth pieces, maybe a goaltender. If, uh, you know, if someone's looking to give one up, which we know nobody is, um, just because Mackenzie Blackwood has been, you know, been in and out of the lineup with injury. So going into the playoffs was just Vitek Vanacek, who's had a phenomenal season. Uh, I, I think it's just a little bit risky just having one guy, Akira Schmidt, come in and he's done a fabulous job when called upon. But, uh, if Mackenzie Blackwood's, you know, going to be, you know, presenting that he's going to be not a hundred percent, then it's tough as you guys know, for a team to go in with 
really just one goalie that, you know, hasn't carried a couple of rounds himself, knowing that he's got nobody to help him. So, um, so Fitzy still has some work ahead of him. And, and that's why when you look at as good as this season's been and adding Timo Meyer, it's the first step is getting to the playoffs and they've done that. Now, can they do some damage in the playoffs without changing, you know, some of the philosophies that Pitsy has where all of a sudden he just, you know, goes all in right now when, you know, maybe their windows next season or the season after to really go deep in the playoffs. Well, I'm sure a lot of Devils fans feeling the same way that Leaf fans are feeling. It's like, you know, excited, a, fir- a first-round matchup, definitely <laughs> excited. But a first-round matchup, like, all right, the Rangers, like, I don't know. We're really good, but so are the Rangers. The Leafs fans are saying we're really good, but we got to face the Tampa Bay Lightning. So it's the beauty of the Stanley Cup playoffs. There's a lot of good teams in the Eastern Conference. The New Jersey Devils certainly fit the bill there. Bryce, thank you so much for doing this. Enjoy trade deadline, and say hi to Cam Jansen for us, all right? I will. Thanks, guys. You enjoy the day, too. All right. It's Bryce Salvador, former captain of the Devils, MSG Devils analyst. The Bad for Bedard video oh running on the TVs behind us here in the TSN 1050 studios. You pick up on little things you might have missed the first watch-through on the first intermission last night, the Leafs and the Flames broadcast. Like, Brucey Boudreaux loving it. Look at him. <laughs> he is just he is feeling the video. And I'm telling you right now. It's some good stuff. It is. It was a masterpiece by James Duthie, created on his own with Lester McLean. And there's a lot of people saying, oh, this song, it's too, you know, dinky and, you know, this, this. Well, no, it's not meant to be the super, it's not right. like a it's Beatles song. It's meant to be bad. Here. Well, not quite. It's meant to be a parody. Right. That's that's exactly what yeah. I meant to say, a parody. But, O-Dog's role, if you pay attention to O-Dog's role in that video, it's... Outstanding. Yes, it Absolutely most certainly is outstanding. And he his acting performance was clinical. He put on a true, true, masterful performance, did the O-Dog. We encourage you to check it out. We tweeted it out on the First Stop Twitter account, and TSN 1050 has it up. Everybody TSN has it up on their social media. If you missed it, we encourage you to check it out. Also, we encourage you to check out the Best Bets Brought to you by FanDuel. We'll fill you in on the latest odds in the Stanley Cup playoffs and what I'm liking ahead of a busy slate in the National Hockey League. That's next on First Up.